let's talk to people about what is actually really useful. So the first thing is I want to just set up a little a little background for people because the first thing people tell me when I'm talking to them about this is not about their money. When I say, tell me what's going on for you, the immediate response is emotional. Mm-hmm. It's always, gee, you know, I grew up in a family where there was no money and was never anything, and I want my kids to have a better life. And Or, gee, I don't understand it. My parents were really good with money, and I'm not, and I just I feel awful about it. And, you know, we end up feeling like failures in America, well, probably everywhere, but particularly in America, if we are not successful managing money. We, from from the time that we're little babies, people tell us uh, that you should grow up to be a doctor or an electrician or whatever, mostly based on they want you to make enough money mm-hmm. to have a nice lifestyle. And that's because every parent wants something better for their children. Right. But in doing this, you know, are we really just giving this message that if you don't choose that path, you in some way have failed and you won't have a good life. And and I'm here to tell you that, you know, up until, I don't know, 15 years ago or so when I started Power Down Debt, which is now Hug Your Money, I believed the same things as a financial advisor. I, I told people who weren't making enough money, what you have to do is go make more money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I, that's what you got to do. That's the answer. Now, that is an answer. It is true that if you are working, uh, you're living paycheck to paycheck, one of the things you could do to help yourself might be getting more income. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to tell you right now, if you have been living paycheck to paycheck for some time, you are so stressed that the idea of going and getting another job is not appealing and you won't even interview well for it. And it might not even make sense if you have kids and are going to have to pay out child care. Or, right. I mean, there's a lot of other factors that go into it. That's exactly right. And, and I was just going to say that, too. Other people will tell you, go get more work. You know, family lives don't always allow that. Mm-hmm. And that's why there's such a trap, I think, uh, such a plethora of information being thrown at you on the Internet about what the next get-rich-quick scheme could be. And, you know, they use large company names. They, may, they dress it up. They make it look good. And people continue to lose hard-earned money that they, it's the only money they've been able to save. And they throw it at this thing because it could have a big payoff. And they don't think there's any other way out of it. Right. So, you know, let's talk about how you're going to break that. I'm going to call it a class divide. It's not about race, but it is a class divide about people who have managed to break that cycle of living paycheck to paycheck. And they have enough money to pay their bills, save, take a vacation, do those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. And the people who just cannot do it, no matter what happens, at every turn, there's yet another emergency, another, like, remember that game, Whack-A-Mole? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're... Yeah, I do. One, one thing is goes down, the other pops up. Yeah. And, and they're never going to believe somebody who just says, you can fix this. Mm-hmm. So let me tell you right now, you can't fix it. You can't fix it on your own, or you would have done it by now. And you can't fix it long-term by doing something once. So that's no aspersion on anybody. You can fix this, but you have to take the steps to do it, and you have to do them relatively consistently. Mm-hmm. Anybody can, you know, have a little backslide, but you got to get back on and, and do it again. So, so what are some of the easy steps to stop living paycheck to paycheck? Well, I'm going to tell you the four steps, and then we'll go back and talk about this other stuff, just so I don't run out of time and not tell you these four steps. Okay. So the thing is, Whittle down your payments into an affordable range. Now, 
that's the kind of thing you might need help with. Mm. You might think you get on the phone, you call a credit card company, and you make an arrangement, but what you don't know is what you don't know. And you may be locking yourself into a deal for at least 12 months that you can't change, and you might have been able to get a much better deal. Um, and even sometimes a bankruptcy is, is an option. Uh, it's maybe not our first choice, but there are a number of things you can do to whittle your payments into an affordable range. Okay. You have to nail down your budget. You have to. And we talk about this all the time, but I'm going to do it one more time. Your budget is not your rent, your car insurance, an estimated grocery bill. Your budget is every single expense that goes out the door. Historically, if you can do it for at least three months back, and the longer back you go, the further back you go, the better your data is. Then you can say, okay, one-twelfth of those things is my budget for the month. Mm-hmm. And you can, it, it, again, it will be in flux, but that will give you a real idea of what you're living on. And don't be afraid if it shows a deficit. The whole point is to see how much of a deficit you have and then attack that. And we've talked about budget before. You you said to include things like vacations and going out to eat and the extras in there too, right? Everything. I mean, first we take what you absolutely had to spend, what you did spend. Mm -hmm. And then we start to say, okay, once we can reach that, how do we build in vacations? How do we build in some savings? And that's how you bring this forward, how you stop living paycheck to paycheck and you start advancing. Mm -hmm. Building cash reserves for emergencies is number three. How the heck do you do it if you never have an extra dollar? You do it by these kinds of things. You nail down the budget. You get your debt into an affordable range. You put it in a program, dare I say like ours, where you're not paying it for the full term of the loan. Mm. You're not paying your mortgage for 30 years. You're not paying your credit cards for 40 years. (laughs) You don't have to take a chunk of money all the time and throw it at it. So the next time you have a chunk of money from a tax refund or an inheritance or a side job, instead of throwing it directly at debt, we get a balance. We start to figure out, okay, the debt is on track. It's going okay. We don't need to give it any extra. It can take just the minimum payments and still get paid off. And the extra money can start to build up an emergency cash reserve first and then into savings. 